Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IA Cast. All right, with me today, I have Leslie Dixon. Hello. And Jason Earls. Hello, everyone. And I might be Michael. I don't know yet. It's it's like the beginning of the month, so I'm still trying to figure things out. So You should you know. sleep more. All right. <laughs> Got like four it helps. hours of sleep last night, so, you know, what can I say? But Daylight welcome to savings another... time. Right. <laughs> right. Time changes. And it all stays the same. Um, so welcome back to another IACast episode. This is getting towards the end of the year. We don't have a lot of new technology news. Oh, wait. We kind of do. We don't really have a lot right now, but there's going to be more like new Apple stuff still coming out this year. It's 2020. You know, the, the curveballs are still coming in to home plate. Yeah, see, the, there was a baseball reference there. Um, well done. You know, I totally, you know, I saw something in the news about the World Series. I'm like, Oh my God, it's October. That already uh -huh. came and went. Yep. <laughs> like, I guess my mind is still kind of back in March, but um, technology moves on and, you know, the new iPhones have shipped. And been and, received. And been received. Uh, so, Leslie, what did you get? I got the iPhone 12 Pro. And I just got it yesterday. I finally got it up and running and activated today. So I'm pretty excited. What do you think of it? I like it so far. I like the, um, I definitely like the body style of it over uh, the previous phones. I like that flat edge instead of the curve. I can't wait to uh, try out some of the stuff, but um, the speakers sound good from what I've heard so far. And um, just, just really getting started with it. Excellent. Um, so you feel like it, it, it holds better than the previous models? Yeah, I uh, I haven't got a case for it yet, so I've been using it sans case for two days, and I I really could comfortably use this without a case. Whereas I never felt that way uh, with the other style. Um, I felt like there was not enough surface to comfortably hold it in my hand, and this this has a little more body to it. Uh, it's a little heavier than I thought, mm. but um, I I like it. It's probably that stainless steel. Um frame i think it that is going to be a bit heavier, heavier yeah, yeah aluminum. that's what i was thinking too but you've had a stainless steel frame on your previous phone but there's probably more steel in this there one. is definitely more steel on this more stainless on this than there was on the previous phone so i'm curious have you downloaded any uh speed test apps yet uh, i have not no okay i'll be interested to see you know what uh what speeds you get when you when you do that me okay. too. Uh... I want to watch you slowly get assimilated by T-Mobile. <laughs> totally sounds like I'm talking about the Borg, which is funny. When I called to, um, I called because I wasn't really sure who to call to activate right. my phone. And so I thought, well, I'll just dial 611 from my old phone. And um, it's still listed as Sprint uh, being in conjunction with T-Mobile. So they, they helped me out, got me transferred over and uh, didn't take too long. I was actually having some issues, and I think they sort of mirrored the ones you were having, um, Leslie, with the Scam Shield app. Speaking of T-Mobile, where it wasn't letting us, uh, or at least it wasn't letting me 
maybe it wasn't you, but it wasn't letting somebody in me authenticate. Ended up being the simple fact of act of restarting the phone, and it was good. So <laughs> apparently, uh, that also will work too if you're having. I, I read an article that was talking about somebody having issues connecting to five G on their twelve, and uh, they said that uh, they just had to restart their phone after it was activated in order for it to uh, start connecting properly again. I've only seen the one article, so I don't know how widespread that issue is, but still, it's a good well, practice whenever things act wonky. I'm excited to buy mine uh, next week, next Friday, uh, will be when mine is available for pre-order. And I'm going to order it and uh, my double MagSafe uh, charger at the same time. Are they going to be available for pre-order too? I believe so, is what I was hearing. That was my understanding from what I read. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want to see those things. I want to see um, the uh, MagSafe cases. And I want to see if um, one of my favorite case companies, Spygen, has uh, or will have any MagSafe cases available. Because I really love the case I have on my current phone. Um, I think it's like the air cushion or whatever. It's a fully TPU case. So it has that like glossy feeling that I like texture-wise. But because the TPU is a bit sticky, it you know, it, it doesn't slide around in your hand very much like plastic mm -hmm. might. Um, and it's going to be less prone to breaking because it doesn't have a plastic piece on the back. So I don't know what phone I'm going to be getting yet, but I guess I'll, I'll see. I want to like see the phones at the Apple store um, or something before I make my choice. I don't want to just order it online and right. stuff yet. I like the Spygen cases, but... I've found any time that I've had a case with a, a shiny, smooth surface, I tend to notice all the little scratches and dings mm -hmm. that I put in it. And um, so I, I typically prefer the rougher cases like the OtterBox. I don't that. mind. Have you guys, like, do you guys remember the older smartphones? Um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen, like, the T-Mobile Dash or the Dash 3G, but they had these backs um, and the whole back of the phone was like this. It was plastic, but it also felt slightly rubbery, and it was a little bit rougher of a texture. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. I th think so. Kind it's of feels like the um. It kind of feels like the silicon, um, the silicone, I guess. Apple Watch sport bands. Right. So like that, but hard. Mm. I don't mind cases that feel like that so much either. But I, I don't know why. I really just prefer that smoother. Um, texture and i just don't keep a case on my phone because you're weird i you know i actually may not i mean i i'd like having a case on my phone but i'm really comfortable using this one without a case so i'm i'm not actually in a hurry to get a case for this one this time and my phones typically do pretty well without a case but you know the magsafe thing it, it's remarkable that technology and it's so simple yet it does so much and in the news, we found out that other phones are supporting MagSafe. The MagSafe chargers are connecting to, uh, like, the Samsung um, Galaxy V Fold, or whatever it's called, the newer Fold, and um, the Google Pixel 5. So it seems like phones that have reverse charging, hint, hint. <laughs> what could that mean? Um, maybe that the iPhones also have reverse charging. But... Is that speculation or is that a fact? And it turns out it's a fact. The iPhones do have the ability to reverse charge. 
but uh, I believe it has to be turned on by Apple and it has to be, and it, and it may only be certain devices. But I would guess that Apple is beta testing that kind of stuff internally. Uh, and then they're going to decide what to do, you know, with it once the technology is ready to be used. Um, I bet we'll see reverse charging AirPod abilities mm -hmm. and I would know, think stuff so. like that. But it's just amazing to me that uh, we're starting to see these iPhones really be future proofed because the iPhone 12 all the way up to the pros have the same screen tech. You know, it's if it didn't have the better camera, if it didn't have um, a few other things, there would be no reason to get the Pro or the Pro Max for that matter. So, Unless you're like me and prefer a wider phone. Right. But these phones are really, really dirt. And I think Apple has really come to the and has just blown yet again all other phones out of the water. And I, I really, you know, we're starting to see you know, maybe they'll make them thinner next year. Maybe they'll add USB-C or maybe they'll re remove the port completely and go MagSafe. I could see that becoming a thing. Um, but Leslie, tell tell the audience, what did you think about the box? I was, um, I, I expected it to be thinner, but even pulling it out of the box, I was like, whoa, this is like half the thickness of the previous boxes. So um, it was it was kind of a shock, even though I was expecting it. And kind of cool. I don't know how yeah, I feel I about the um, not having the block, though, because, I mean, I don't charge my phone with the cord very often. I've got wireless chargers here that I use. I'm probably going to get the MagSafe stuff. But having that cord with, you know, lightning to USB-C, it was like, well, I've only got one USB-C USB block here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel motivated to get another one at least one more for that reason just for when i do need it um right so it was a little kind of well you know it would have been nice but i ultimately i don't think it'll be a problem well i'm kind of annoyed because you know when i get my new phone whatever that may be i um if i want my uh phone to be able to fast charge i'm gonna have to get a new charger because the 18 watt chargers uh, that you got with the 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max will not fast charge the 12 series. Right. And they also won't um, fast charge the 12 series through, um, I don't know if that's called fast charge, but they won't, the MagSafe chargers won't charge the phones at the higher rates at the full 15 watts with the 18 watt chargers either, supposedly. Then what are you supposed to use? the 20 watt chargers that Apple updated the replace the 18 watt ones with, or I mean, I guess, you know, anchors got chargers you can buy, but See, that's very interesting because the, um, the iPhone, um, the iPhone 12, uh, 11 pros came with the same chargers that the iPad came, iPad pro came with. I thought the iPad pro was 29 watt. No, it's the same size charger. But yeah, they, they did. They replaced the 18-watt chargers with the 20 watts. and That's interesting. Apparently, the 18 watts won't faster. And apparently, it's also in Apple's uh, fine print on the phones and stuff. If I remember correctly, I saw a couple articles mentioning that. Hmm. Interesting. I'm like, man, that sucks. Very interesting. What I typically do, do though, is I plug my phone into my Mac. So that will, you know. <laughs> If I were to plug my phone into my Mac, I probably may as well plug it into the Apple Cube. 
Well, you, which you know, which it, one of those devices would freak out first? <laughs> well, I could plug well, my phone into my Pixelbook. Gasp. Actually, if your Pixelbook was also plugged into power, it would be okay. Um, yeah. But if I use my Surface Book, folks, if I plug my phone into USB-A on my Surface Book, even with power connected to the Surface Book, it charges at a snail's pace. It is just absolutely slow. USB-C will charge at the right speed, but um, but if I charge my uh, work iPhone SE 2 on that same USB port, it goes fine. It's, it charges it great. It's a smaller battery. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really interesting. Like um, iPhone charging is no longer just as simple as plugging something in anymore. And I think a lot of people don't know that. They're like, oh, I should just be able to plug this in anywhere. And that's not true anymore. Well, I mean, you can but you have to plan for the time it takes your devices to charge. Right. <laughs> right. With what you're plugging them into. And I it's usually like... charge my devices overnight. I mean, more often than not, there are times when I need to charge them during the day, but I'd say 95% of the time I'm going to charge them at night anyway. Yeah. And if you have, like, we don't have a lot of room here to like, uh, Aaliyah has some wireless pads uh, set up. Um, I don't have mine set up but that'll change whenever I get uh, MagSafe. Mm -hmm. And I will probably start charging my phone exclusively with MagSafe. Well, I have a power strip right now that has, let's see, uh, how many plugs are available on this thing right now? One, probably two if my Pixelbook charger weren't plugged into it. So I still have some plugs that are available, but I also wouldn't mind, you know, freeing some of them up because... The Pixelbook charger is a big square, so even though it only uses one plug, it's bulky. Right. So, so on to my next topic. Have you guys tried this um, uh, changing your uh, default mail apps to um, mail or browser apps? I have not. Mm -mm. I actually did not know. Well, I won't say I didn't know this was a thing, but I haven't. I haven't done it. You know, I've, I've switched mine to Outlook on my iPhone and iPad, and I just don't click a lot of email links in other places, so I haven't really had the chance to test it. But I'm really liking the Outlook app. Um, I, I all, almost feel like um, mail and calendars are great that they're built in uh, and contacts, but there's so many great apps out there that can do the same thing. Yeah, I like that Apple's apps are you know, pretty well-featured for the most part, especially now compared to what they used to be years ago. Um, so that, you know, if, like like me, like right now, the Mail app does what I need it to do. Safari does what I need it to do. You know, I have Apple Music, so uh, the Music app does what I need it to do. Um, so I don't necessarily, I mean, I do have third-party music apps. You know, I've got uh, I've got the XM app and I've got, um, Pandora and stuff, but at least if you don't feel like grabbing third-party apps, you don't necessarily have to. And I'm and I like that, but I also like that if we can, we can hide the um, a lot of the Apple apps now. So actually, that's a good point. I wonder what iOS does if you set. Outlook, say, is your default mail app, and then go in and delete mail. If it ever resets, 
through an update or whatever, because I guess that's still a thing. When the apps that you've got set as your default apps get updated, I guess sometimes it still resets back to default. But when that happens, I wonder if it's broken or how iOS handles that. I don't know. That'd That's a good question. Check out. Yeah. I I really kind of feel the same way. The, the default mail and calendar and browsing apps have all worked well enough for my purposes over the years. And I've just really not felt the need to change to anything else. For whatever reason, like yesterday, I just subscribed to a new calendar in Gmail, in Google Calendar. And Outlook and um, uh, Outlook is catching it, and it notifies me whenever no those new appointments happen. But I'm not seeing that calendar sync to iOS calendars, and I'm wondering why. Uh, you have Gmail checked in your settings for calendars? Yes, you it's heard there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's strange. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, so I downloaded the Google Calendar app, and what's kind of neat is it actually has its own notification sound, which just played a minute ago, mm. um, which is really neat that they um, – and one thing I like about some of these other apps, they do a little more color coding, like appointments can be a, a different color, and they're very high contrast colors, mm -hmm. uh, whereas Apple, they don't really have it as color coordinated. They don't have a wide variety of colors, no, from what I remember. Um, it still made my calendar look like a bag of Skittles, but. <laughs> Apple likes these muted colors and they, they did that to kind of help with dark mode, but still mm -hmm. I like those very vivid colors that you get in Outlook or Gmail or Google Calendar. Uh, I don't care for Gmail, but the Google Calendar app and a few of the others. I'm just glad that Apple's apps are to the point where you can choose whether or not you want to deal with a third-party app or you know, whether you would just want to stay with the Apple app. I really like that we've gotten to that point. Right. Definitely. Because they don't work for everybody. Because... Oh, yeah. And it's kind of neat, like, for example, the calendar that I subscribe to is uh, I play an Xbox game that is an online game. And every two hours they run a um, high experience quest called Urgent Quests. And you get a lot of experience, a lot of money, and all that kind of stuff. Um... And so, like, there's one starting up here at 4 o'clock. And um, so I have it in my calendar, like, hey, don't forget, you could do this at 4 o'clock in the game. That's and the real just, reason the show's only going to there, be an hour. A, right? <laughs> there's a gamer for you right there. He's got it in his calendar events. And, you know, the funny thing is, is because of awesome technology, they have that calendar on their website. So all you have to do is uh, add to Google Calendar, and it just pops it right in your uh <laughs> we can check it on or off and you know calendar systems are something that we're we're looking at here at iaccessibility so it's it's very interesting how those things work so i feel like when i start adding say miriani events to my calendar i should probably stop playing <laughs> <laughs> well the nice thing is like on these it's four to four thirty and it's done right it, it's that's over. true like you could you could decide, oh, I'm hooked and I could keep playing, or oh, the event's over. I could come back, you know, in two more hours, play for thirty minutes, and I'm good again. Right. Kind of like Netflix subscriptions. You can watch what you want, and then you know. <laughs> yeah, I was actually Leslie and I were actually talking the other day about you know Netflix and price hikes and things, and I was I was saying you know what you could do is you could always 
subscribe to Netflix, watch your Stranger mm-hmm. Things, and then when it's over, unsubscribe and resubscribe and, when season five comes out. That's you know, probably going to be my plan. I mean, if they're going to hike their prices, I just don't know that I'm going to keep it. You know, I have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, all the major ones, but I don't. I I also do not uh, subscribe to a cable provider like YouTube TV or uh, Sling or any of those because I if I want to watch something, I want to be able to just say, okay, I have the service, I can go watch it. And I agree with you there. And I probably will if I decide to cancel Netflix. I will probably subscribe to something like disney plus but i don't uh i don't watch tv enough to really keep a lot of subscriptions going Mm -hmm. and um not a lot of time you'll be able to subscribe to t-mobile's um uh t-vision streaming service or whatever they've called it they have a ten dollar a month tier and i think i don't remember what that gets you other than it does give you some live channels from like a and e i think and discovery and um, stuff like that but I tried YouTube TV for a couple of months and decided I didn't definitely did not watch it enough to my keeping YouTube it. YouTube TV a lot. I, I did like YouTube TV too, but I didn't want to pay 60 bucks. bucks a month for it. It started right. at 40 bucks and it kept going up and up and up and up. And I'm like, nope, I am not mm. keeping this. Yeah. Now it's at what, 60, 65? Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And it's that's too much. Um, you know, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just get cable. Right. And I think even T-Vision or T-Mobile, I don't remember if it's T-Vision or T-Mobile Vision, but um, I probably just end up calling it T-Vision. Y'all can correct me if you want. <laughs> uh, but T-Vision um, start, uh, has a, a tier that's, you know, similarly priced, but at least they do have cheaper options. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, for somebody like me, I would be happy just having access to like the Discovery Channel and Animal Planet and Travel Channel sci-fi you know national geographic stuff yeah so a la carte i that that's the term i was looking for this whole time a la carte i think is the type of streaming service that i would really be a fan of for tv like that speaking of a la carte and that kind of thing let's go the opposite direction and talk about something that came out friday ah yes uh the one service to rule them all (laughs) 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 apple one you know that that the O in one does kind of look like a ring, and uh, you know, uh-huh, the service uh-huh. might it's be very precious colored. to some people. So I'll stop with the Lord of the Rings references. Thank uh, you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so have you already gotten it, Michael? Yes, yeah. I already have. Yeah, I and figured supposedly, I need the answer to that. Supposedly, um, what I've been hearing, and people out there correct us, but apparently, if we're wrong, but apparently you can have a two terabyte iCloud drive plan already, iCloud storage plan already. And then you get Apple One and you get four terabytes? You get four terabytes in total. It doesn't total out to six. Right. I think that's how it works. Mm -hmm. And then you can share it with family. Right. Interesting. That's a lot of storage. That is is. a whole lot of storage. Um, But your whole family gets um, Apple TV Plus, Apple News Plus, which is different from before. Um, They get... uh, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade, and you could share your your iCloud Drive storage. And with your plan, they'll also get the Apple uh, Fit Apple Fitness, yes. Thing. I was like, what is it called? 
Fitness Plus. The Apple Get Off Your Butt Plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's Apple Fitness Plus, if I'm not mistaken. And I will probably subscribe to that, but I don't see me getting the Apple One. Um, I don't use Apple Music. I don't use Apple News. So there's just a lot of features that I don't really need. I don't feel like I need more storage at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me. So uh, for, for now, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't use Apple News Plus a lot. What I really use is Apple Music. But, you know, when I do use Apple News Plus, I do like being able to read the magazine articles. You know, stuff like Macworld, they've got some stuff that's mm-hmm. um, Apple News Plus specific. Um, I like the audio stories, which, again, I, I don't to listen to. Out. It's nice. I don't like that the um the one thing I'll say about it is the uh the audio stories in the Apple News app do not seem to respond to the play controls. So you can't uh with Bluetooth headphones or mm-hmm. earbuds or whatever, you can't like pause your story from the earbuds. That's I a mean, shame. if you if you take them out, I think it'll pause, but they don't you can't use the live playing remote controlled events. Yeah. yeah it doesn't seem to. That's well, a shame. I think it I think it does on the Apple Watch. Like if you if you have the now playing thing on the watch, I think it uses that. But hmm. I'm not sure. I'll have to play with that. But um, you know, here's here's my logic. I have Apple Music <laughs> for family. Uh, I have um, you know, Apple Arcade that's five dollars for me. And Apple TV Plus, it's another five dollars. Did I mention Apple News Plus? You did mm, not. No. So that too, that's already like $35. Right. And, and that I'm makes paying, sense. And sure. your iCloud storage, whatever you're paying for that. Yeah, I was paying like $3, but now that's a terabyte. So uh, that would be like $45, $50. And I'm already saving, you know, 15 to $20. Mm-hmm. That's worth it for me. Yeah. And for, for people who are subscribed to... Uh, a lot of the individual services it mm-hmm. it makes absolute sense to do that so you can subscribe to this by going to the app store and go to uh, your name and then your account and then subscriptions you go to the settings app go to account and subscriptions or you could go uh, google apple one that's what i did some service a service that they actually came out with too that they never really did much of an event about was the um, apple music tv service yeah which, Want to talk about that? Um, yeah, because I mean you've used it sort of too, but it it it's kind of like the like original sort of MTV implementation for music. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically just like as far as those of us who can't see are concerned, it's basically just you know a, a Apple Music station at least for the moment. I don't know if they're gonna add original programming into this. Or not, but when I've listened to it, it's just basically been song after song after song, commercial free. But they're music videos. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah. And that you can access in the TV app on the Apple TV. You can access um, TV app on your uh, other devices, you know, Macs, iPhones. I assume like Android TVs that have access to the Apple TV services. Mm-hmm. So... Definitely interesting, and definitely introducing um, younger generation to that type of uh, music consumption. So it'll be interesting to see how that takes off. 
And I want to go ahead and wrap this podcast up with a travesty. An outright, this should not happen thing. So apparently, the um, the great, what's it called? The Great Pumpkin? Um, oh, yeah. The Charlie Brown. Yeah. Great. great yeah. Story. Great Pumpkin, Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Thing. Yeah. It is only on Apple TV+. Plus. It will not be on primetime TV or was not on primetime TV. This year it was only on Apple TV+. Plus. And I think that really removes it from the audiences of a lot of people. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Um, yeah. I know last year it was on Amazon Prime as well, but I didn't get the chance to check this year. You know, I'm kind of of two minds of this because I get it. You know, Charlie Brown, everybody watches Charlie Brown stuff for Christmas. Well, I mean, I personally haven't lately, mm-hmm. but I have before. I was going to say, you if know. you haven't, you really should. Cause... Right. But it's like it's 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 like the the Rudolph movie, you know, or Rudolph movies. I think there's more than one, you know, the the mm-hmm. the, the, the staple Christmas show fair, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I'm getting at, you know. And so, like, from that aspect, I get, you know, why it's it's a big thing that you, it's only going to be available for Apple TV+. Plus. But is it really much different than, say, Netflix taking over a show and then only having it available? Like, like Black Mirror, for instance. If I remember correctly, Black Mirror was an actual show show, like on regular, at least in the UK, I don't know if it was in the States, television. And then Netflix got the rights to it, and it just became a Netflix thing. So was it really that different? I feel like that's apples to oranges because Black Mirror is such adult content. But I mean, conceptually speaking, yeah, the contents of the shows are different and everything like that. But I mean... Like, okay, I want everybody's child to enjoy Charlie Brown. I want that. Like, genuinely, that is amazing. I, I think that every child should have the ability to enjoy Charlie Brown. I do not believe that every child should enjoy Black Mirror. Well, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that every no, child so... needs to <laughs> wow. watch Black Mirror. But... I feel like, here's my feeling, is that Charlie Brown is it's a classic. It's been around a very, very long time. It's been available um, a very long time on network television. You could access it even with an antenna. And so to make that where you now have to subscribe to a service and a particular service to be able to get that, I, I don't like it. Agreed. Well, now you've brought up an important question. What is an antenna? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Oh, my. That's a whole nother show, Jason. <laughs> no, I, I, I. The history I just, show. What is right? all right? it's the history that, of technology? It's the ant that comes over, you know. No, it's like, you know, I just, I, I, I guess I just wanted to kind of play devil's advocate here because, you know, I, I get it. I do. But I, I, you know, I, I, I really wanted to have that, like, you know, full discussion about it because, like I said, I'm of two minds. I do think I'm leaning more towards Leslie, you're in Michael's position about it. But, I mean, 
also at the same time, less and less people are watching terrestrial TV nowadays anyway. And so, I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. I wonder if it's going to be able to stay that way or if it's going to end up being able to um, be streamed on multiple services again. You know, my mother's in her seven is now going to be 70 next year. And I bet you whenever I tell her that you cannot watch Charlie Brown on television anymore, <laughs> she's going to lose her mind. Right. And I honestly, I think, um, I think I actually own the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I think I bought it off of Amazon last year. Um, and I will probably at some point own them all. And that's great. And I get that people don't watch mainstream television anymore as far as cable or network or i mean some people still do but as a whole we're drifting toward the streaming services the watch on demand stuff and you do have to pick and choose Mm -hmm. which i i have mixed feelings about because i don't like the idea of having you know six different streaming services to watch six different shows um and i tend to pick one and just watch whatever's there rather than go oh i I need Netflix to watch Stranger Things and I need um, Stars to watch Outlander and I need uh, Amazon to watch The Expanse. And then I I guess I'm going to have to get Apple TV Plus or keep Apple TV Plus when Foundation comes out. I was going to say, you've already got it. You bought a new phone. I, um, are they still doing that deal? I, don't I think so. Are they? I, I didn't know if they were or not. I, um, I, knew I haven't my... seen anything that said that they weren't. I knew my subscription service was set to expire in February. Um, yeah, yeah, they did extend the those. They did extend that. So yeah, I already, already had it. Had, yeah. Oh, you already had it. Then, yeah, you wouldn't get I it again. I had it from last year, yes. Yeah, so, you wouldn't get it again then. Right. So I wouldn't get another year of it. So I may, may or may not have to get it to watch uh, Foundation when it comes oh, out. I will watch Foundation. <laughs> but, but I, I don't I, like having to have so many services yeah. because ultimately you're – you're now defeating the reason that you probably got rid of cable in the first place was because it was so expensive. Oh, I agree with you there. I really do. Six well, streaming that, services, 60 bucks a nice month. That's nice to have things like Netflix or Hulu back in the day. And, you know, one thing about Hulu, I will say, is they have some of the most awesome science fiction shows. They almost have a better catalog than Netflix now because, mm-hmm. uh, Leslie, they have all of Stargate. I know. I when I had Hulu, that's primarily what I watched on it. <laughs> um, they have, uh, a, I think they have a lot of other shows. If you're into anime, they have a lot of that too. That's uh, English dubbed, so that's a thing. And uh, um, you know, and now Funimation even has their own subscription service, and I, I kind of have that too. Uh-huh. So you know. <laughs> the inflection of shame, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Now the world knows. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Remember, so, Michael, the internet lasts forever. Michael can't resist a streaming service. <laughs> right. Well, I don't have um I don't have Showtime. Well, actually I do have Showtime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um I don't have Keep stars. Digging that hole. I don't have stars. I do have HBO because there are there's a lot of shows on HBO that I like to watch. I dropped HBO after Game of Thrones. Uh, his Dark Materials is so good. Um, and I'm I thought that was about... on Amazon. No, that's HBO Hi. and a lot of others. Uh, but yeah. 
But see, that brings up another another thing about streaming services, remembering which streaming service has the content you want to see. the TV app will tell you. Yeah, but, I mean, if you, well, if you don't have the Apple TV, though, and aren't there still, like, doesn't the, um, well, actually, I guess Google just updated the Chromecast interface and everything, too, anyway, so maybe that does have a search function and well, stuff now. Well, not even just that, like, the TV app on your iPhone. Right. True. You can go look up a show and it will tell you how to stream it. Um, you know, if you have, if although I feel like it still can't search Netflix. Um, it will tell you if something's on Netflix, I think. Um, and you can, um, there is limited functionality with Netflix in the TV app. Um, okay, for an example, I wanted to watch at one point the original Transformers show, mm -hmm. and it said you could watch this on Tubi TV. I was like, I've never even heard of that, and it's free. And sure enough, they had every season of the Transformers. I'm like, wow. Wow. Do they still? Because I may need to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's free. Childhood <laughs> memories. Right? <laughs> I still get their newsletter, and that makes me remember that they exist. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Like, where did I watch that? Oh, yeah, I just got that newsletter from that 2B TV place thing. That, <laughs> I yeah, suddenly feel like I need a cartoon day. Yeah. Need a classic cartoon day. Yeah. Make it a national holiday. I, I may actually work on making that a Saturday morning thing. <laughs> <laughs> At 7. Go. Wake up Saturday morning, watch yep. like some old Saturday morning yep, cartoons. Watch a couple of hours of classic cartoons, you eat know. Cereal. Um, yeah, your, eat, oh, eat yes. your cereal in front of your computer or whatever. Look, my brother <laughs> um introduced my nephew to Golden Grams this week. Oh, and Golden I Grams. went, oh, I want some. I haven't Golden had Golden Grams, Grams in years. <laughs> yeah, it's like cinnamon toast crunch for me. And yeah. Lucky oh my god, yeah, cinnamon toast pot. crunch. Yeah. Man, I remember I, I, I totally remember, like, one of my favorite things was, back when it was on Fox Kids, Cinnamon Toast Crunch while watching the uh, the Magic School Bus show. <laughs> See, I, that was, mm -mm, I didn't watch that. It was, I, was, I was old enough at that point that I didn't, I like the Magic School Bus when I've seen it. I've always enjoyed it, but. Um, my my, my Saturday morning cartoon on Fox was X-Men, like the original X-Men yes. animated series. X Men. Uh, mine were mine were a little more classic. They were all the Hanna Barbera, um, mm -hmm. like Quick Draw, the uh, Looney Tunes stuff. But then I also later watched a lot of uh, like GI Joe, He Man, mm -hmm. all those Thundercats, which tended to come on more. Uh, they were more like after school cartoons than Saturday morning. But yeah, I, I still think I'm gonna. I'm gonna instigate a they, and they have a cartoon day. Just to let you know, Leslie, they since Disney owns Fox, mm -hmm. they have all of those old Fox cartoons. Right. On oh, Disney that's Plus. True. Yeah. So another good reason for me to ditch Netflix and get Disney Plus. There you go. Although Which, Netflix has Pokemon. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> I never never, never into show. Pokemon. Was never into that. I like oh, the games, man. but not the show. I remember it was like, I think it was on like the, uh, WB mm -hmm. um, back when it was on like the air waves and then, you know, watching it every morning before school and then, you know, then it was on like Cartoon Network, but still watching it every morning before it was on school. Right. 
you know that the WB is still around, right? Are they? I think yes, I bought by are. somebody. It was renamed. It's the CW. CW now, yeah. Oh yeah, Same that's station. right. But because uh, they had, you know, they had Supernatural and they had a lot of other shows. But uh, I will actually mention some of that on my pick. So I think with that, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. So <laughs> we could get off on this right. tangent all day. Well, you Nostalgia know, over, I, I right? Aww. <laughs> I think it's important because we talk about technology all the time, but I think it's cool for us to kind of branch out like this because we, you know, we talked about something we really don't talk about much on the show, and that's life outside of just new devices. Right. And so I'm yeah. kind of down with that. It so is, how it's, can it's, tech it's, bring back your memories? Right. right. <laughs> I will say, though, watching, um, real quick, though, watching something like the Magic School Bus audio described was a very weird experience because oh, I've never had access to the description. No, oh, I bet that was strange. <laughs> uh, so, Jason, uh, what is your pick for this week and where can people find you online? Well, my pick is actually iOS 14. I mean, we've basically been talking about it the whole time. And I pick iOS 14 because I feel like it has become the most flexible customizable version of iOS yet. You know, everything from being able to change your default mail and browser apps to home screen widgets to all the new voiceover stuff that we've not discussed today. I think we touched on some of it last episode. But um and the 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 people detection that the iPhone Pros 12 Pros are apparently getting, which I guess is in the magnifier app. Um, using the LiDAR sensor. I mean, it's just, it's, iOS 14 is amazing. It really is. And with that said, people can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook. Just search for Jason Earls. You can also follow me on Twitter at JDE. That's Juliet Delta Echo 91. Um, I do ask that if you add me to social media that you let me know that you have found me from the IA cast. All right. And Leslie, what about you? What's your pick? Well, my pick has to be my new iPhone. Well, (laughs) Um, (laughs) my pick for the next several weeks. Sure, it's not the S20 Ultra? No. No. I'm going to kick him off the Zoom call. (laughs) Not the Note 20 either. This is my last Uh. episode now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, is it definitely going to be the iPhone 12 pro, um, this week? I'm, I'm excited. I, I really, you know, for the last couple of years have been like, okay, yay, new phone. And it's always cool, but I just feel more excited about this one than I have in a while. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to really getting to play with this. The 5G, and, right? Right. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, more because of the camera and and just the feel of it. I love this body style. I really do. Although the photographer in me, and I realized that the um the lenses, you know, are tough and and not going to be easily damaged. But the photographer in me has a really difficult time laying a camera down on the lens <laughs> on a surface and not cringing just a little bit. So um that more than anything will probably drive me to get a case. <laughs> regardless of how tough they are. So um, you can find me producing content for accessibility. You can find me on hands-on safety. You can email me at leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, at iaccessibility.net. 
and you can find me on Twitter at lady underscore Lessa. That's L-E-S-S-A. All right. My pick for this week has to be um, this new series. You know, we talked about streaming services, all of those things. Um, I'm watching um, the new DC Universe series, Doom Patrol on HBO. And I'm, I've been enjoying it. Uh, voiceovers work great on the Apple TV app to get it working. There's a few problems, but it does work, uh, which surprised me because it's the HBO Max app, folks. And I was doing it all with voiceover. I was kind of shocked. I want to try that with screen recognition, actually. Um, but I was able to, uh, I'm able to go to each episode and uh, pick the episode and everything. So I was very surprised. And um, so I'm on like episode six of the first season. There's two seasons. And apparently there is also a show. Uh, this one, Leslie, you may have heard of it. The cartoon Teen Titans. They have an HBO show called Titans, and it's the adult Robin, Cyborg, and all the other characters from Teen Titans that uh, are now an adult show on HBO, and I'm really curious how this is going to go. They're going to have a new Batman and a Superman TV show, uh, which I'm really excited about. Uh, it just sucks because they're canceling all of the DC Universe shows. They call them the Arrowverse on CW to make these newer uh, high-budget shows. Um, but the neat thing is they're going to have a lot of the characters, like apparently Cyborg was the same character on the CW shows as he is on these. And that's really pretty awesome. That is cool. So uh, you're going to have to let me know how that comes out. I didn't really get into the Teen Titans show much, but mm -hmm. um, I do remember it. I'm kind of excited because I feel like they're finally, they say that they're kind of loosely connected and they're, some people say they're very connected. Uh, mm -hmm. The new Justice League movies and uh, these the Arrowverse and these TV shows. But I'm seeing more and more characters crossing over. So right. I'm thinking that they're finally, finally having some Marvel Cinematic Universe level of uh, co cohesion here. That'd so be awesome. I'm kind of getting excited about the DC Universe and hoping that they're finally getting their act together. Um. But apparently they, they tied all of it in. In fact, they uh, almost they had a, an event in, uh, I, don't, I think, all of the Arrowverse shows called Crisis of Infinite Earths, which is where they had the, the multiverse. And mm -hmm. one of the deleted scenes was supposed to be uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. And so they're kind of tying in all of these movies and and tv shows and everything from all of dc universe just saying they're all different realities in the in the dc multiverse and so i'm kind of excited mm. about where they're taking this yeah I'm, so. I'm curious to see where this goes i was never the biggest fan of of dc we talked about this some mm -hmm. yesterday um i do like some of the dc comics but um i'm much bigger marvel fan they are darker and i'm okay with that mm -hmm. but um i was always a little more of a marvel fan does anybody know what DC stands for? I don't remember. You, Jason? I am trying to remember. I used to know. Detective Comics. Detective. Ah, yes. Okay. Really interesting, yep. isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and it makes sense because it, it is more about, like, a lot of their stuff is more about, like, detective work, like right. crime fighting, and not as yeah. much about the powers as much as it is the, the people. Yeah. Right. It is, yes. So it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, Doom Patrol, all that to say, it's a good show. 
It is typical HBO, so uh, it might be a superhero show, but it's HBO. Also has adult content. Yes, it does. So be warned. Um, a little bit of like Deadpool humor, so be very <laughs> selective. Yes. The, the the villain of the show breaks the fourth wall and is also like has the same humor as Deadpool. Mm. So it's interesting. So check that one out. I want to check out Titans and I can't wait for the other shows, but with all that, you know, really cool stuff. So as for where people can find me, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. I'm Mike Doeys on Twitter. And uh, you can search me on Facebook. Just search for Michael Doeys. You can also go to my website at michaeldoeys.com and you can find me all over the net. So just search for me. And I will see all of you on our next uh, YouTube stream. This is so much easier to set up than our previous setup. Yeah, it is. I know, right? And it sounds really about as good. So I'm really, really liking what we're doing here. So uh, awesome stuff, guys. So we will we'll keep this up. So thanks, everybody, for joining. And we'll see you in two weeks for another IACast episode. Yep. Right, Bye, everyone. everyone. Bye. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iaccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iaccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iaccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com iacast. Thanks for listening.